Hi, Bruno Jr. here. Our podcast, Busting Addiction and Smiths, is sponsored by SafeHouseRehab.com. SafeHouse believes that traditional treatments fall short of the needs of clients who face the modern problems of addiction. Modern problems need modern solutions. Multiple addictions, multiple relapses, multiple triggers, and cheaper and more powerful street drugs set up unprecedented challenges facing treatment centers. What is needed is a more sophisticated approach, a better way forward. There are three reasons to choose our progressive modern treatment program. One, a more sophisticated intake process. Two, technology proven to enhance recovery. And three, the most robust aftercare program in our sector. To learn more, visit us at safehouserehab.com. This is episode 11, season 11. The title of this episode is Alcohol and Drug Myths Can Be Dangerous. Alcohol is the biggest slice of the addictions pie, at least in the U.S., for which there is a great deal of really good data. Depending on the source, depending on where you look, there are about 30 million people in the U.S. addicted to alcohol and other drugs. Of that total, 16 million are alcoholics. The second largest group at 4 million is made up of marijuana addicts, and we know this number can only go up given the legalizations happening now in 30 or more states. So let's take a look at the life expectancy where alcohol abuse lowers life expectancy more than any other factor, more than any other drug, including smoking and other drug use. This is interesting. And when I first read this, I couldn't believe it, but I have checked this over and over. And uh, when we talk about alcohol, alcohol abuse, I'm talking about full, fully active alcoholics, right? Alcohol abuse lowers life expectancy by 30 years. Yes, that's correct. The average alcoholic, one who abuses alcohol on a daily basis, dies at about 44, which is 30 years short of the average life expectancy of 74 in the U.S. on average, women living a little bit longer than men. Smoking lowers your life expectancy by as much as 13 years. At the higher end of drug use, up to 31% of life expectancy is lost or about 22 years. So alcohol abuse is, in that sense, the most dangerous. What can you conclude but that alcoholism is the biggest problem, both in terms of its ubiquity and its severity? In other words, alcohol and its effects are everywhere and ultimately deadlier than all known other drugs. So if we treat alcohol as a dangerous drug, we're better off understanding the whole addictions picture. Please also remember that it's the rare alcoholic who doesn't also use another drug or more. Being an alcoholic and a drug abuser are not mutually exclusive ideas. Let's bust a few myths, shall we? Many of the ideas that follow are also found in a wonderful book, to which I have referred in the past, authored by Deborah and Jeff Jay. It's called Love First, A Family's Guide to Intervention. So they cover some myths. Myths can be dangerous things, like the first one here, myth number one. An alcoholic or addict must be ready for help before he can be helped. Well, in a survey conducted by Hazleton Foundation, a well-regarded treatment center in Minnesota, over 70% of its patients sought help only after a friend, family member, employer, or co-worker intervened. Lesson, chances are the addict will not get help on his own. Sorry to say, but it's true. Myth number two, you have to let the alcoholic or addict hit bottom. 
After understanding the addictions picture, one realizes this is almost an insane idea. What? Watch an addict go down and take his his whole family with him? You know, drifting along the bottom for 10 years and maybe not making it at all, as in dying or going to jail. Leaving someone to free fall in addiction is not a wise or compassionate strategy. We can raise the bottom today with an intervention. If that does not work the first time, we don't give up and we get help ourselves for our own peace of mind. We can do something. Myth number three. You're not an alcoholic unless you're a daily drinker. Drink in the morning or start missing work. That's nonsense. Many alcoholics do not drink in the morning and some have never missed work. It's this. Loss of control over drinking and repeated negative consequences as a result of the addiction. These are the tell-all signs of addiction. Myth number four. Illegal drugs are more dangerous to the human body than alcohol. The study referred to here is the Global Burden of Disease published by The Lancet, a leading medical research society and publication in the UK. Bottom line, they concluded that alcohol is so dangerous that people are better off when they abstain completely from alcohol use. So this theory of moderate alcohol use for your health, according to probably the best brains in the business, is nonsense. Myth number five. Illegal drugs are the biggest addiction problem in the U.S. Although I mentioned this earlier, the fact remains that alcohol is the most damaging drug in the U.S. Seen as the drug that it is, it's classified as a depressant. It is everywhere, it's cheap and legal, and the most dangerous drug from which to withdraw. Myth number six. Addiction is the result of lack of willpower. Oh, that's a good one. Addiction dismantles the will over time. Addiction is a disease of the brain, a brain disorder that robs a person of his ability to not drink or abuse drugs. Willpower can't do anything for this disease, just as willpower has no effect over any other disease. Myth number seven. A recovering drug addict can still drink alcohol. Since alcohol is a mood-altering substance like other drugs, No addicted person should use drugs, including alcohol. Alcohol use lowers defenses and causes cravings. This is a bad idea from the start. Myth number eight, an alcoholic can use mood-altering drugs by following doctor's orders. Thankfully, the medical community is wise, is becoming wise, to the addictive potential of opioids and is moving away from them in favor of non-narcotic solutions for pain. Antidepressants, on the other hand, are not addictive and can be helpful in treating bipolar addicts and alcoholics, what is known as a uh, dual dual diagnosis. Myth number nine, addiction is the addict's problem. Addiction and alcoholism are known as family diseases for a reason. The stress alone of having to deal with the chaos, shame, and fear that come with having an active addict in the family degrades the quality of family life and family health. Myth number ten, Treatment does not work. Well, that's a good one. The reason that people believe that treatment does not work is largely due to a misunderstanding about what treatment does and doesn't do. What is its purpose? The purpose of treatment, in its simplest terms, is to get people well enough so that they begin working a program of recovery after leaving treatment. If the addict or alcoholic does not engage in a recovery program, such as 12-step programs, his chances of a quick relapse are much higher. We cannot blame a relapse on the treatment center if the person chooses not to take responsibility to follow through on his own. He's not taking his medicine after he leaves the hospital. Compliance issue. Myth number 11. 
nah, I know a lot of doctors aren't going to like this. But the myth is that doctors know what they're doing. Most, not just many, healthcare providers are not trained in the field of addictions. Families believe that if Johnny gets help from a professional, then all he has to do is take his meds and not do drugs, and he's okay. The reality is that the psychiatrist who is not trained in addictions thinks Johnny drinks because he's depressed and some antidepressants should do the trick. Interesting. What have we learned today? Well, we learned that there are many myths surrounding addiction and alcoholism. Some of them are dangerous. Alcoholism, by any count, is the single biggest drug problem in the U.S., and we dare say around the globe. Three, one of the most damaging myths is to allow the addict or alcoholic to hit bottom before he's ready to accept help. This attitude can kill, for some addicts drop to the point of death. There's no bounce at that bottom. Four, addiction is a family disease where the addiction pulls the whole family down along with the addict. And it is therefore the obligation of the family to get help for themselves first. And finally, treatment does work. If the individual takes responsibility for his or her own recovery in the context usually of a 12-step program such as Alcoholics Anonymous or Narcotics Anonymous, the odds of long-term sobriety are greatly improved. Our podcast is sponsored by SafeHouseRehab.com, a modern approach to recovery. To learn more, visit us at SafeHouseRehab.com.